Test, 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 test. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Um, hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far, recording this on Wednesday evening as usual, and on a Wednesday where Zach Wilson is finally back. He's been cleared by medically, uh, medically by doctors and the Jets. Um, Robert Saul specifically announced that Zach Wilson is officially back here, um, you know, fully practicing at Florham Park. Um, he was taking part limit, uh, in the limited fashion over the past few weeks as he was recovering from his knee um, injury. Of course, he had the torn meniscus, um, which he got, uh, you know, surgically um, trimmed. And then he also had the bone bruise, uh, which took a little while more to heal, about four to six weeks. So we're on that six-week mark, I believe, now uh, since he suffered the injury. So at this point, Zach should be all good and ready to go um, for Sunday versus Pittsburgh. Um, and he said he's, he is, you know, he says he's hundred percent. I think that's, you know, obviously great news. And I think the Jets wanted him to get to a hundred, 110%, as we've heard before. Um, and I believe he is, you know, just right on the cusp of that. So, uh, hopefully he looks good. Hopefully he's ready for, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers who, um, are TJ Wattless as he is out for, uh, the next couple weeks for the Steelers there. Mickey Fitzpatrick is recovering from a concussion. Um, no word on if he's going to play yet. I believe I haven't looked too much into that. Um, but before we get to all the Steelers talk, I did want to recap some of the Bengals gaming, which I attended on Sunday, a little bit of a rainy day towards the end. Um, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail because it was kind of a gross game, but, um, a few bright spots came out of it. You know, uh, I, you know, most notably Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson again, looked good. Um, Joe Flacco, not so much Max Mitchell on that right side of the line at right tackle. Um, I think it's looked really, really good. So, um, just a few guys there that I just wanted to highlight before moving on to this, um, Steelers week here, but, you know, Garrett Wilson left the game with a rib injury, came back uh, in the second half and looked good. Um, I thought he looked fine. He caught a nice crosser over the middle from Flacco at the beginning of the game, um, and then he came out of the game a little later on when he caught a ball over the middle and he got cracked um, by one of their safeties. Uh, he came back in, though, so he should be all good and ready for Steelers. Um, Sauce Gardner, a, I would say a great game against Jamar Chase. I believe he allowed six catches for 29 yards. Um he played great. Uh, another miscommunication on a touchdown that was both him and Lamarcus Joyner's fault, I believe. So um, Gardner, um, you know, maybe has to tighten up a bit in the end zone, but he's been playing great coverage, you know, most notably as of late on Jamar Chase, who he frustrated a bit, certainly um, in that game. And I think it, it was really cool to see, I think, a star receiver um, at Chase's level respect Gardner for where he is. He's just a rookie. You know, you don't have to go in there and shake his hand or anything like that. But I think Chase and even Joe Burrow respected Gardner and his efforts uh, this far throughout his rookie campaign. So that was really cool to see. And hopefully Gardner can keep up that good work heading into week four here uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers who host, you know, a plethora of wide receivers in Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, the new George Pickens, who made a phenomenal catch on uh, primetime football. I believe that was last week. Um, so Sauce, DJ Reed, and Michael Carter have their hands filled. But but I don't think it's too much for them to handle. I believe they're the best cornerback trio in the NFL. Uh, um, as of right now, I believe I saw it on Twitter. Um, somewhere from one of these Twitter accounts, um, it was just a statistic, you know, statistic saying, um, you know, the best cornerback trios in the league. And uh, I believe they popped up. Let me see if I can find it. Yep, it's right here. It, best and worst cornerback trios are perfectly covering plays in week three. So this was week three. So it was DJ Reed, Michael Carter, the second, Sauce Gardner. A perfectly covered rate of 83.87%. So I'm not sure. I believe this came from Elite. Uh, let me see. 
not too sure where this came from, but I do see a chart on here, so I'm not sure if it's 100% legit or not. But um, nevertheless, I think they've been playing great um, overall, so that's really cool to see if that is a real statistic there. But um, other than that, the rookies played well. I would say Max Mitchell, Max Mitchell again has played really well on that right side of the line next to Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, Mitchell, of course, just a rookie, wasn't supposed to play this year. Uh, even according to Salah, you know, a year or two to sit and maybe learn the offense a bit, uh, get your feet under you. But they threw him right into the fire. They had to. They really didn't have much of a choice. And he came in there and has played really well. I believe at right tackle, you know, I think, you know, due to the circumstances of just getting thrown in there, your first NFL start, a fourth round pick, what are the expectations? They're low. You're not going to expect, you know, your rookie right tackle, especially your fourth round rookie right tackle to go in there and look even comparable to some of these other offensive linemen around the league or, you know, be able to take on guys like Calais Campbell, Miles Garrett. Um, but I think he's done an admirable job, and I think he's going to continue to improve and develop throughout the season. I wouldn't bench him no matter what, even if, you know, Dwayne Brown comes back, George Fan, of course, placed on IR. Another tidbit there to share um, for four weeks due to, due to um, that knee injury that uh, is kept bothering him throughout the first three weeks of the season. I think, you know, Fan hasn't been himself, hasn't, hasn't been playing like himself, so... He was placed on IR uh, by the Jets, and he's sidelined for at least four weeks, so he'll likely be back week eight. They could activate him, but look, if Max Mitchell's playing, playing well at right tackle, Dwayne Brown comes back, he's always able to come back next week in week five. Where does Fant you know, come in? Does he go back to left tackle, taking over for Dwayne Brown when he's back? I don't think they're going to bench Max Mitchell. So you, you that that's definitely a talking point. You know, a guy who is coming into a contract year, a guy who is hoping to earn his keep here in New York, isn't so solidified anymore. And I think that's really telling of the Jets' offensive line and how they've developed over this season. And I think, you know, fans are, I would say, going crazy. You know, I'm going crazy as well at the, at the left tackle situation. The Jets have lost, lost three tackles, of course, Mekhi Becton, George Fant, Dwayne Brown. Um, they have Connor McDermott starting left tackle this week, and he's a turnstile. Um, so they're going to have to figure out the situation there. They brought in two tackles, um, two veteran tackles to hope, hopefully, um, solidify the left tackle position for at least the season, uh, a little bit of a stop gap there. And hopefully, um, the Jets can get something going, uh, heading into next season. It could cost a draft pick. It could cost a trade asset. Who knows? But they brought in Mike Remmers. Um, they added him to their practice squad and he will likely get promoted to the active roster once he's all good and ready. Um, and they also did bring in another player. His name is currently slipping my mind. One second. Um, they brought in uh, Cedric Ogbui. Uh, I'm definitely botching that name, but he's another veteran tackle from the Texans. Um, so one of those or both of those guys will get elevated to the final 53 here uh, for game day. And then um, we'll figure out where, where they'll go there Um you know, heading into heading into the coming weeks. So that's the left tackle situation. That's the Jets offensive line situation. With Zach Wilson coming back this week, um, you're definitely a little worried about his blind side. His left side there with Connor McDermott, but he said he's confident. Robert Sala said he's confident. I don't think you're going to fight the coaches, even though McDermott, you know, hasn't proved really much out there. He's still, um, you know, not reliable to start at left tackle. So the Jets, that's why the Jets brought in two veteran tackles. It's no surprise or you know the writings on the wall for McDermott I think the Jets want to move on um and see if they can get more solidified presence there at left tackle and I don't blame them because that's Zach's blind side that's um you know a quarterback killer if they just keep you know pushing through that left side so hopefully 
Um, you know, McDermott holds up for this game, and worst comes to worst, uh, you throw in one of those veteran tackles that you picked up, um, and Fant comes back or Dwayne Brown comes back in a timely manner. So that's your offensive line update there. Um, and, yeah, big news this week, of course, Zach Wilson heading into Pittsburgh. And since we just touched on the Bengals game, I will touch a little bit on this Pittsburgh game coming up, a little preview here. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers starting Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. Kenny Pickett, of course, um, as his backup, I believe. You know, it'll be the mix show here um, in week four for the Steelers. And um, I'm happy about that from the Jets. You know what you're getting with Mitchell Trubisky. You've seen his tape over the past couple of years when he was in the Bears. The Bills, he played a little bit. I'm not sure if he ever saw the field there in Buffalo. But the Steelers, of course, too. Yeah, it's filmed from the past three weeks. You can study it, see his tendencies, see what he does well, see what he does poorly. Um, and the Jets should be ready. I don't see, you know, there, there shouldn't be many excuses this week for the Jets. Um, they're playing in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, the Steelers, off Steelers offensive line certainly isn't the strongest. Um, and Mitchell Trubisky is prone to mistakes. So hopefully they can get a few sacks, get a few pressures, and force some of those mistakes. Uh, Adam Mitchell Trubisky, well, they have a young receiving core as well. So um, those Jets cornerbacks and safeties, as poorly as the safeties have played, uh, you know, Jordan Whitehead, LaMarcus Joyner, um, neither of them have played very well. Hopefully they can pick up the pace here in Pittsburgh and start to put a few impressive numbers on the board as the Jets need that back end to hold up if they're going to have a chance in some of these games. So that's where they stand in Pittsburgh. Of course, Alex Highsmith currently leads the NFL in tackles, uh, or sacks, I should say, 3.5, I believe it is. Um, of course, with TJ Watt out, um, he's going to continue to be that main guy on the Steelers' defensive line. So look for the Jets to possibly double him or chip him with a tight end. Um, other than that, there is not much else to say. I think, you know, Devin Bush, they have over there at linebacker, uh, Cameron Hayward, the long, long, um, long, longest tenure, one of the longest tenure player on the players on the Steelers is also on that defensive line. Um, one of their veteran presence. So, um, yeah, that's where the Jets stand versus the Steelers. And hopefully they can come out with a win this week to improve to two and two. Crossing our fingers there, and with that said, I believe I'm going to go ahead and wrap the episode up there. I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this episode of the Game Plan Pod. If you have not already, make sure to follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan and my Twitter at New Jets Game Plan. I do post a lot of fun engaging content on there, so I hope you guys really do enjoy it. And head over there if you want to um, interact and just talk some Jets uh, and DMs on Insta or Twitter. Um, I'm always active, so I really appreciate everyone. Uh, tuning in this week and i'll be back next week with hopefully a victory pod um those are always more joyful than a uh, loss pod uh, i do these episodes on wednesdays so you know it's not too depressing if i did a post post show episode i believe i did one versus denver when we played denver last year in week three and i was uh pretty down in the dump so hopefully that doesn't happen again so um again really appreciate everyone tuning in and i will see you next week for another one of these